0: Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Greg Amzinger is lead anchor for MLB Network. He's a proud alum of the Lindenwood University. Loves college football. Loves to tailgate. And needs to find a tailgate this weekend. Or at least I need to find a tailgate this weekend. Uh, Greg is with us on The Broad and Crouppen Celebrity. I I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. Oh, let me
1: tell you. I'm about to make your life so much happier, Randy. I'm throwing a gigantic tailgate party. I give all the credit to my lovely wife, Erica. She's been working, you know, through the night with vendors. This thing's bananas. It's bananas. (laughs) It's a spectacle, okay? You're invited. Bring your lovely wife. It's going to be a wonderful time. President John Porter, Linwood University, they've been welcoming me with open arms. All I'll say is this. The school went out to get a generator. They went out to get a generator <laughs> from my tailgate. So this is going to be legit, and I can't wait to see you on Saturday.
2: Greg, we had Coach Stugart on yesterday with us, head football coach from Lindenwood, and I, I think you all are going to have a great time this weekend. They have made this transition to D- Division One football, and and I expect them to do well. And I'm looking forward to hearing the stories on on Monday or Tuesday from from this Greg Amzinger and Randy Carriger tailgate event that you got going down.
1: So I got a major decision to make. So Coach Stugart, who's such a gem. I asked for a couple of Lindwood football jerseys because I wanted to wear one, have my wife wear one. I thought that would be cute. So he sends me the, uh, an XL for me, a big 6'5", right? And he goes, just so you know, the players like to wear the jerseys really skin tight. <laughs> so I put, put the jersey on. And I mean... My goodness, I, I got on the treadmill immediately after I put it on. And my wife's like, you're not wearing that. You're not allowed to wear I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm wearing this. Of course I'm wearing this. She's like, you cannot wear that. And then I find out from the school they want me to do the coin toss, like the official coin toss of the 50-yard line. And then my wife's like, well, now you really cannot wear that football uniform. So this is a major decision. It's a major decision I have to make. It's a big deal.
0: Greg Amsinger, MLB Network, as you are sitting at the desk at MLB Network, and you have all of the games up before you, and we know you focus on the Cardinals, but there are so many storylines. Last night, 325 for Ueno and Yachty, the pursuit of 700 by Albert, the fact that the team is so good. For a long time, Paul Goldschmidt uh, zeroing in on a possible triple crown. Do you have a favorite storyline for the Cardinals this year?
1: Oh, my goodness. You know, can I tell you what I thought about? And when you're around all these great baseball people that watch the game differently. Like Buck Showalter never watches the ball. He, everyone else watches the ball. So while we're busy watching the baseball, he watches every other nuance and he tells us about it later. I, I, this, is my, this is my takeaway last night from the game that I was, of course, locked into. Obviously, Albert Pujols for the big double. That was cool. The Wayne o. Molina moment was epic. Well, that's an unbreakable record. When you ever witness an unbreakable record, you know that's special. But here's what I took away. The last three innings, the Cardinals relievers, uh, Hicks, Gallegos, Helsley, they got nine outs, six via strikeout. That was, uh, it just planted a seed in the back of my mind going, Cardinals can win the World Series with stuff like that coming out of the bullpen. They can win the World Series. I believe in swinging this stuff. And I've always wondered if the bullpen is good enough for the Cardinals when you compare their bullpen to the others in the National League. If they perform like that against a Brewers team that needs to win every game, this is not the Cincinnati Reds that are going to play this weekend. This is a team with a lot to play for. They're right behind the San Diego race. I mean, they can get in. The fact that they dominated the back end those last three innings, me feel, huh, I'm going to keep following the bullpen performance as we go down this stretch. If their stuff looks as good as it did last night, especially Gallegos as the bridge to Helsley, the Cardinals would swing and miss stuff coming out of that pen could win the World Series. That's how important that is,
2: Greg. That's one of the first things that I talked about with Randy when we came in was the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning. How those three performed. If you can get your starting pitcher six innings and, and get those three to to come up in the seventh, eighth, and ninth, you're you're, you're good. Uh, and then if you need container to be a, a come in and, and get out of lefty, you have that as well out of the bullpen. I think that last night was a a sample for their playoff run and how they plan on going about it. Did you see that as well? Is that how you thought about it? Look,
1: yeah, at the end of the day, when you compare the Cardinals starting rotation for any postseason series to the teams that they will face, they will be on the shorter end of the the conversation poll of which starters got more swinging in this stuff. When every moment is heightened and every player is inevitably playing tighter because it's a playoff game, when the ball is in play, that's a dangerous thing. The teams that get the swing and miss, the teams that don't strike out on the other side of the spectrum, the Kansas City Royals, when they won the World Series, Houston Astros cutting down the strikeouts, they eventually win the World Series. The teams that make more contact offensively, the teams that strike people out when they're on the mound, that's the, that's the special sauce right there. The Cardinals front uh, line starters are not going to win the strikeout game. They're just not. So when they hit over to that bullpen, can those guys – be the polar opposite. Can they throw high octane with tons of spin and get swing and miss? And based on last night, the answer is yes. And if they can continue to do that, they can match up with any of the teams. Because right now, the National League's where it's at. That is where the best team in baseball will reside. Whoever wins the NL will be my pick to win the World Series.
0: Greg, I want you to hear something that Adam Wainwright said last night. I, I mentioned to him that the Cardinals who are second in the National League with their 48 home wins. Only the Dodgers have more. And the Cardinals only trail, and I know there's not a lot of runway left, but they only trail the Mets and Braves by full in the loss column and I asked Adam if that was kind of a carrot for this Cardinal team here's what he said it's right there right might as well reach for it that's what we're trying I mean that's uh, something we decided a week ago or so it's started looking at that Mets Braves team and I don't want to give too much away because I don't want them knowing we're trying to catch them but uh, they probably know that Um that was something we decided as a team that, you know, the, the worst thing that can happen is we get complacent and get comfortable with this big lead we have. There's an opportunity ahead of us to to reach that carrot that you said, that whoever's ahead of us get that number two seed. Um, that's a real thing. That could happen. I mean, I've seen this team come back from 10 and a half in September. So, you know, the four doesn't sound like a whole lot to me. Your reaction? I love that. I mean, that's just that's just being completely candid,
1: going – uh, if I can pick playing the Dodgers before the NLCS or wait to play them in the NLCS, what would I pick? Anyone with common sense would say, I want the Dodgers in a seven-game series with no Walker Bueller in the National League Championship Series. Let's not do a division series with them. If we can avoid that at all costs, that's a good thing. Brilliant. Absolutely the truth. And the fact that he shared that with you is awesome because players do talk this stuff. We're not the only ones talking baseball like fans. They love the game. They are big leaguers for a reason. They talk about the same stuff. So yes, I love hearing that they want to run down the Mets and the Braves because being the number two seed in this bracket will be imperative because even if you are to get past the Dodgers, that will be such a grand undertaking good luck lining up your pitching and your weapons out of the pen for the next team you got to face on your Quest to the World Series. So that's brilliant, and I'm not shocked that Adam Wainwright would say it.
2: Greg, I, I think that this team is is poised to make a, a deep playoff run. And one thing that happened last night that may be a small thing to, to some, but it was a big thing to me. Tyler O'Neill beating out a grounder to third base so that Albert could get another at bat. That's just a, 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 a soft ground ball to third base that more times than not you may just say, "Okay, it's a it's an out." But he was he was hustling, <laughs> bustling down the, down the line to get to first so that Albert could get one more at bat, which eventually he was able to able to drive in O'Neill. Good teams do things like that, and I think that this team is is poised to make a playoff run because of small details of that, of that nature.
1: Well, great players can do so many different things on a field. And what, if I could, if we could do a whole show on the Cardinals storylines this year, we've never seen a season like this. So it could be an hour long show with like 45 storylines. One of them that excites me is that Tyler O'Neill, their best player last year, the best player in the Cardinals last year has been in hibernation up until the last three weeks the fact that he's back with more confidence than he's had the entire 2022 campaign. And now in the stretch run of September, you got a star back playing center field. He's a super athlete. We know this. He's going to have a gigantic postseason, which we won't recognize as the the mixed, the missed aspect of what the Cardinals needed this year, because they're going to win the division title. But the conversation of Cardinals being in the mix to run down the Mets and the Braves is nice. If Tyler O'Neal played the way he did last year, this year, Cardinals would be trying to run down the Los Angeles Dodgers. That's how important he is. So, yes, it was an awesome moment. I'm not shocked by it because Tyler O'Neill can do a little bit of everything. Gold glove defender. He'll throw a guy out from left field. He'll make an incredible diving catch. He'll run through a wall. He'll hit a 500-foot bomb. He'll steal you a money bag. That's an important player to have. And it's almost as if they just got him back. So that's a major storyline to watch.
0: A couple more things for Greg Amsinger. Number one, the Dodgers have the number two, three, and four winners in the National League. The are Bra- the Astros in the American League are number one with Verlander, number two with Valdez, number five with Jose Urquidy. I know a lot of people, Greg, a lot of baseball observers, a lot of people in the industry, aren't big on the pitcher win stat. But those two teams happen to have the most wins in their leagues, too. I don't know how you can discount the fact that pitchers win games. Pitchers win games
1: and pitchers still reign supreme. How many times do you have to watch a classic World Series where Madison Bumgarner comes out of the bullpen to wrap it up? against the Kansas City Royals, and everyone in Kansas City is like, oh, no, here he comes when Chris Yale comes out of the bullpen, when Charlie Morton comes out of the bullpen. Adam Wainwright became uh, who he is by getting the final outs as a closer, and then he eventually went back into the rotation. You know, I hate saying failed starters. That's just a negative description of a reliever, but they don't make as much money as starting pitchers. It's not because of a personality disorder. It's because they can't do the things a starting pitcher can do, master multiple pitches, perform like they're in a marathon on the mound and not a sprint. And what you're going to see, to your point, these new rules are all put in place to enhance the significance of a starting pitcher. We're going to have guys who will not be able to recoup because they have to throw another 100-mile-an-hour fastball in 15 seconds. A roses Chapman, I, I truly don't know how he's going to be able to pitch anymore. Like he, the, the, the recovery time he needs to maximum effort throw his fastball and slider it takes 35 seconds. I just can't see him performing anymore when there's no one on base in 15 seconds and having any velocity. So the new rules put in place. Are, are, are just supporting what you just laid out, Randy, that starting pitchers are important. With these new rules next year, bullpenning will go down dramatically dramatically because the reason we love bullpenning guys come in for a short distance, as much velocity as they got, as much spin as they got, they don't know where it's going and they can take as long as they want to recover in between pitches. That's going away. The velocity will go down. They're going to hang that slider with less spin. They're not going to be anything but failed starters again. And the starting pitchers will dominate baseball even more than you laid out Going forward.
0: And last thing for Greg Amsinger, I don't know if you read the open letter that Ken Rosenthal wrote to Tony La Russa in The Athletic yesterday. It was difficult to read for me because I have such admiration for Tony Larusa, And Ken Rosenthal, I believe, was correct. Is it time for Tony La Russa to step down?
1: I think it is. I think even Tony knows that. He's got a great relationship with the owner, Jerry Reinsdorf. And when Jerry Reinsdorf, who has owned the Bulls and the White Sox, among other things, and has had this incredible career uh, in sports himself, uh, and a very important figure in the commissioner's office, when Jerry Reinsdorf comes out and says, firing Tony La Russa was my biggest regret in my career in sports, that's significant because he's had a lot of moments, a lot of ups and downs. So you know how important Tony La La Russa is means to Jerry Reinsdorf. That is where this decision will come from. And Tony admires Jerry. It's a it's a brotherhood. It's really not a friendship. And whatever Jerry wants to do is what is going to end up happening. Uh, My instincts tell me he's going to be connected to the team throughout the end of the year. I still refuse to write off the White Sox out of the playoffs. I'm the only one saying it. They get the easiest schedule next to the Mariners in the American League, and I think they can pull it off. The Guardians are on a hot streak, but their schedule is about to get more difficult. And I I think the White Sox can do the impossible. Miguel Cairo has has been groomed for this great baseball mind. But at the end of the year, I think you'll see the announcement. And and when it does happen, you know, people like to grill those who go outside the normal cone of, of, of decisions but Tony La Russa going out on his terms and coming back and wanting to give it one more go. When you're a Hall of Fame manager, when you're one of the greatest managers of, of our lifetime, I'm okay with you making that call. And if it didn't work out, it didn't work out. But let the Hall of Famer make that decision. And, and that's Tony La Russa, who, like you, Randy, I, I truly admire and, and uh, I really hope. For a speedy recovery for Tony.
0: Great game singer. Always great to hear your voice. It'll be great to see your, voice for your, your face on Saturday, Safe Travels. And uh, go Lions.
1: And go get back on the elliptical because I got to get to that football
0: game. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you you
0: Thanks, brother. See you later.
2: Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music
0: and the
1: right motivation from world class instructors,
0: we're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season.